Welcome to the Good for Others podcast. I'm your host, John Valencia, and with me today is our producer, Samantha Herod. Hey, guys. Today's guest is Brianna Bear. Brie has been working in the nonprofit field for over 15 years. She started the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society, worked with me at the Foundation for Grossman Cleomac Colleges, and is now an executive director for the Crohn's and Colitis Foundation. Welcome, Brie. Hi. To kick off today's podcast, we're going to ask you a few lightning round questions to get to know you a little better. How's that sound? All right. Let's All right. do this. Okay. Desert or beach? Beach. Museum or movie theater? Movie theater. Stripes or polka dots? Hmm. Polka dots. Halloween or your birthday? My birthday. Red or white wine? White. Guacamole or queso? Ooh. Can I have both? Yes. I'll give it to you. Taylor Swift or Beyonce? Tay-Tay. All right. And now on a more serious note, who inspires you? I would say the people that inspire me in my life are definitely my friends and the people that I get to work with every day. Um, that's great. And your coworkers. Mm -hmm. Well, and I think that's a really great segue into why you're here today. One of my favorite things about you is that when we worked together at the Foundation for Grossmont and Cuyamaca Colleges, you brought a sense of fun into the workplace. In a way, I think no one else I've ever worked with has ever been able to do as successfully as you. So today's theme is bringing fun into the workplace. And so this is specifically for nonprofits because that's where you've been for the mm -hmm. last 15 years. But I really think anybody listening to this, it could be for any job that you work at. Because as I always say, fun is an appropriate thing to have at work. You spend so many hours of your time every week. If you're not enjoying what you're doing, then you're not doing it right. Right? Agreed. Of course, we are fundraisers. The first three letters of fundraising are... Fun. That's right. All right. So let's talk a little bit about bringing fun. And I think this goes hand in hand with the word play, right? And we talked about this in our last podcast last week when we were with David and he was talking about bringing a, a culture of creativity to the workplace. And we kept using the word play a lot. So I think more people probably want to hear a little bit about that. So let's talk about what play means to us. So as we talk about play, let's give some people who are listening some ideas of how they could potentially incorporate some play into their their work life. And it doesn't necessarily need to be from a CEO level like you are, but everyone, right? Whether you're managing a group of people or a team or even on a team, you could still help inspire play, right? Don't you agree? Absolutely. So let's, so let's talk about that. How have you done that um, throughout your career? Yeah, so I would definitely say, first and foremost, I agree with you because we spend more time with our coworkers than we do with our significant others um, or our friends right. outside of work because we are all working 8 to 10 to 12 hours a day. Um, and anybody who works in the nonprofit sector knows that it is, it's long days, it's hard work, and you have to have fun while doing it. I think I've approached bringing in fun and play into the different roles I've had in different ways. Um, what I can say, speak to is right now in the current role that I have, I work really hard to make sure that our team 
there's some fun happening. So for a small example is when something really good happens, we do 30 second dance parties in the office. <laughs> yes. Um, and so it's about, you know, let's find a funny song and everybody do a 30 second dance party to celebrate something that we've accomplished. And it doesn't necessarily have to be the very big win. It can be a small win. So it's also mm-hmm. about celebrating those small things because the small things add up to the big things. That's right. When I was at San Diego Oceans Foundation, we had <laughs> some people ring a bell, like when you get yes. something, right? Or you get a grant, you get a donation or a big sale. We had a Staples button. It was like that, that was easy button, mm-hmm. right? And we would press that whenever we would have some milestone because one, it made us all laugh. <laughs> but let's talk about a 30 second dance party. Like, I think that seems crazy probably for some people. Like, what does that mean? Like, what do you do? Like, Literally, it's turn on your favorite song Uh and yell 30 second dance party and you make everybody dance at their desks. People think I'm crazy. I've done them on conference calls before uh, when I was leading a group of walk managers across the West area. Mm -hmm. um, And we would do 30 second dance parties and everybody, you know, on Skype doing the dance party as well. So it's not doesn't have to be in person. It can be but it just brings that fun and it makes it has everybody celebrate something together. Well, and I think that's the part that brings teamwork together. You're celebrating all of the wins that you have. Some days are not full of wins, no. <laughs> right? Some that's, days are hard. Some days are really hard. So you really have to think about and celebrate those moments that feel good because then you're inspiring, you're encouraging, and promoting each other in a way that helps them feel validated and really feel feeling appreciated. I think that's one thing that I really loved working with you is that even if you were decorating, some might say, a few too many weeks before a holiday, which I never agreed with, no. but people would think, why is she putting up St. Patty's Day <laughs> decorations? Why is she putting up hearts all over for Valentine's Day? It was something that you always made sure that happened in the workplace, and that was really, really fun to do. And when we walked in, it just felt more like home and more like family. And I think that that's something that's really, really important for people to experience, especially at work, right? Mm -hmm. I always say we're humans helping humans. (laughs) And dare we hire people that we actually like hanging out with, (laughs) right? You're like, yeah, because you're spending 40 hours a week with Mm -hmm. them. You probably should like them. And if you can have fun, then you're only building the spirits for everybody around you, right? And having a lot of fun in the process. All right. So one of the other things I know you do at your current work, or at least someone does, is something called something on Fridays, where you send a text to everyone, your fun fact Friday. So what we've started is this, it's five interesting facts that goes around every Friday morning to all of the team in Southern California. So it's a, about 15 of us that are in Southern California. And they're the most random facts that one person gets through this online newsletter that she receives every week and she sends them to us. They're always just the most off the wall things that make you think they're real. <laughs> um, but what's happened since, so the team all enjoys them, but the team has now also started sending them to their friends. And then their friends have started sending them to their coworkers as well. So it's really funny because it's just one of those little funny Friday morning things. You know, it's Friday, you're tired. It's the end of the week, kind of brightens your day first thing in the morning. So give us an example of what one of those 
Friday thoughts has been? Oh my gosh, I need my phone to look one up. Okay, I, well, I have one up. <laughs> Bubblegum and birthday cake are flavors, but bubblegum and birthday cake can be any flavor. True fact. Right? Yeah, it could be watermelon. That's awesome. Chocolate. So it's fun because I know that I'm, I get some of your facts when they're really funny and you send them to me. What I really like when I get those messages is one, yeah, it makes you stop and think, but two, it's just puts a smile on your face and you think, and you're like, okay, this is fun. And you're like, oh wait, this is another human I'm working with. Mm -hmm. And it kind of adds that human factor, which I think is really important. All right. We're going to go to a commercial real fast. We will be back in just a flash. Even though your parents are getting older, they still want to do things they're told they can't do anymore. We make those things possible for them. They want to keep their independence and maintain their dignity. We make sure they do. But mostly, they want to continue being what they've always been. Dad wants to keep being dad, and mom wants to keep being mom. You know this. We know it, too. Nurse Next Door is the answer you've been looking for. Get the facts, understand your options at nursenextdoor.com. All right, welcome back. We are talking today with Brianna Bear, who's been in the nonprofit world for about 15 years. Currently, she's an executive director at the Crohn's and Colitis Foundation. And we're talking about how important it is to have play in your everyday work life and how sometimes I think that was neat what you had said or a good point you had said in the last segment was people might think you're crazy, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've been told that a lot of times. Like, that's a crazy idea. It's like when I dressed up as a turkey to raise money for, you know, Foundation Awareness Month and we were raising donations for our employee giving program, people thought that was nuts. But what happened? We raised $50,000 and got 50 new people to donate. Amazing. Um, So I think you have a lot of really exciting and interesting ways that you've brought play into the workforce. Um, Let's talk a little bit about that. When you were at Foundation for Grossmont and Queen Mac Colleges, what are some of the things that you did there to inspire people to feel it was okay to enjoy work and play a little? Yeah, so when I was at FGCC, um, we decided to launch officially a relaunch the employee giving campaign. And the first thing I remember sitting down and talking with you about was our office was up in the back corner um, of the campus, so not many people saw our little our little space. Um, but also, not many people on campus really understood the work that we were doing as the foundation. And so, it became also about building awareness. So, what fun things could we incorporate into building awareness around the foundation? So then, that would in turn hopefully have people sign up for the employee giving campaign. And so that is something that we launched. It was our Foundation Awareness Month, I think is what we did. And it kind of continued to morph and change as the month went. Um, It started out with just simple fun things around campus. So we had, you know, yard signs that talked about the work we were doing. 
Um, we did little fun drops in every single faculty's mailboxes once a week for four weeks. So they got something fun, a little postcard, usually attached with a piece of candy um, because everybody likes candy. <laughs> and so they'll read what you're giving them. Um, but then we kind of pushed it all to the end. And in our last week, we kind of had something happening every single day. We did a Halloween. It happened to fall over our Halloween. So we ended up doing like a Halloween party in our office to encourage people to come by and see it. Um, and it ended with a big drawing is what we did um, for those who who had signed up for employee giving and it kind of created this we started calling it FGCC live and it was <laughs> like myself SNL, right? yes <laughs> uh, it was myself and my coworker, um, and you were our producer <laughs> and it started out by us just doing a drawing every week to get people excited about you know signing up for employee giving and at first was just us kind of there being fun and then they took on a life of their own and had (laughs) themes and these continued for a year once a month um to one where we were sledding i wish you could see me because i'm air quoting we were sledding in john's office while it was snowing um of paper shreds flying at us um we were laying on a beach one time we you know worked the red carpet at the oscars at one point and so that was probably my favorite one yeah, i mean every celebrity <laughs> was there um but i think what was really fun about what we did was it, it had two kind of wins there the first win was our office had so much fun on fgcc live days it ended up taking over our world and we laughed so hard we couldn't even stand up at times and we really bonded as a team and having this fun but because it was live on youtube (laughs) it also brought a lot of joy and fun to our audience that was watching Um, And had those donors, because really the way you were entered into the drawings that we were doing on a monthly basis was you were part of the employee giving campaign. And it was a way to recognize them and and let them have some fun while sitting at their desk, you know, across campus. So absolutely. So for those that are in the nonprofit world, um, how could they take something like what you were doing with Foundation Awareness Month and maybe make that a month? within a for-profit company? Is there an idea that you have that you, that could potentially work? I think it's about always, I always tell everyone and kind of like when we're talking about fundraising teams, right? So if we're talking about you're doing a fundraising team for a walk campaign or a special, you know, a climb or a spin campaign, um, I always ask the corporation, what what is your culture like? What mm. is your culture need? What is missing? And so to me, that would be what I would say mm. is to look at your Smart. office and say, do we have a monthly get together where everybody gets to see each other? You know, whether that's a potluck or it's a happy hour at a brewery around the corner that you work out a deal with them mm-hmm. or something along those lines. I think we all work so much at our desks. Yeah, We don't get up for lunch anymore. So how can you what does your culture need? Does it need that time for everybody to kind of come together? Does it need decorations? Do you need to do a who can de- which department can decorate their area the best for a holiday? Mm, what what kind of is going to bring that group together? Um, that's what I would say. I don't know what company it was. I want to say it was Petco. They they had a team where they took over their um, their office, and they had looked like a wheelbarrow. And the entire group, I don't, I think it was the IT department, created this hallway that looked like it's a small world at Disneyland. 
And they pushed, actually they had a string, and they pulled the person, like two people could sit in the wheel, <laughs> and they pulled them through it, and the music was playing, and it was, they just loved it. It was like half a day where they just got to play and enjoy each other's company, mm-hmm. right? I love that you talked about lunch. I think that is something that's really easy. You would always get us to have lunch together. And I remember it being like 11.07, and you're like, okay, what are we doing for lunch today? And I just love that because as busy as I was, or we all were, we took time to sit down and break away from our email and our computer and our office and went and sat together and just enjoyed each other's company. And that built teamwork. That built the opportunities where we all worked together to do a crazy foundation awareness month that we wanted to because we had built such strong relationships with each other that we wanted to spend more time with each other. And I think, and I will credit that to you because that was something that was something I think that many places would never have ever (laughs) tried to embark on and it was still very successful because of it. So kudos to you. So as we're talking about some of these little things that people could do, right? So we've talked about lunches. We talk about Christmas parties, decorating for any little holiday. I know that you've done something that was pretty unique Tell me about reverse trick-or-treating. So we all know what trick-or-treating is. You go around and you get candy. (laughs) So we kind of took a spin on it, and we dressed up and went and visited some of our top partners in the community and did reverse trick-or-treating, meaning we took the candy to them. So some partners, we dropped off big buckets of candy. Others, we actually were dressed up as Ghostbusters and walked the floors of their office and dropped off candy with each and every employee. It was a way to say thank you to those employees for the support that they give to the nonprofit. But it was also, it was just really fun. They also took the company that we did the reverse trick-or-treating where we dropped it all off, took it very seriously. They have a departmental Halloween contest, mm. Halloween costume contest. That's fun. So they were also very into Halloween while we were in there. It was really fun. So, But it was just a fun way to go out and see your partners and say mm-hmm. thank you um, and have a little fun. Our team couldn't stop laughing. We were a brand new team uh, at this point. It just turned our – we had had a couple of new staff hired on. And – you know, when there's the giant marshmallow puff man and Slimer that are air <laughs> compressed and they're puffy and they're walking through the parking lot. Um, yeah, we couldn't stop laughing as a team. So it really, I think, bonded the team together, too, while we did it. That's awesome. And I think I want to go back to people may think you're crazy when you do these ideas. Absolutely. My team looked at me like and I told them they were going to dress up as Ghostbusters and we were going to deliver pumpkins of candy to 10 different partners they said, okay, whatever you say. But then when we did it, now they're like, next year, what are we going to be? Yeah. What are, who are we going? How are we doing this? Yeah. We might need two days. So many people are going to want us to come by. In, I think it was our last two podcasts, we talked about how fear can actually prevent people from doing the things they want to do. And I think what you are is leading as a fearless leader because you're open to trying new things. You're putting yourself out there. You're being very vulnerable and saying, hey, like, I'm going to dress up. I'm going to do this. I'm going to have this crazy idea. And every time you've done them, they've been successful. And kudos to you. So you are a fearless leader, and I really appreciate that. So I think that there are people out there who definitely 
would love to work on your team because one, you make it really fun and you're not afraid to show that vulnerable side and be silly in the sake of teamwork. So thank you for that. All right, we're going to go to a commercial break. We'll be right back. According to the Associated Press, the median bill for a private room in a nursing home is now more than $91,000 a year. I'm Kathy Thorpe, president of Nurse Next Door. You don't need to move to a retirement facility. You can live in your own home and get all the help you need. It's far less expensive and it's safe. Don't wait until there's a crisis. Let us take you to your doctor's appointments and then go with you to pick up your prescriptions. We can do little things as well as big ones. Take a look at nursenextdoor.com. All right, we are back and we are talking today with Brianna Bear. She is a nonprofit expert, I will say, who's been having a lot of fun in the workforce, helping to create a playful atmosphere and a culture that is inclusive, that is vibrant, and it pushes people to be creative. So we were just talking about simple ways that people could add play into the workforce. And one of the things that we did not talk about that I would like to bring up because I think it was, it it's a great example of how you really are a fearless leader and you inspire your teams to think outside of the box for sure, right? Foundation Awareness Month was a month where you guys really helped the community understand the value of what the foundation was doing for the two colleges it supported. And through that, you created this Foundation Awareness Month and it ran a whole month and you had all these fun things. We were just talking about all those different ways. But one of the things that I want to bring back is that to kick it off, you had an ice cream social, but it wasn't just an ice cream social. You had everyone, specifically college presidents and the chancellor of the entire community college district, participating in what you call the conga line. Tell us about that. Yeah, so we knew that we were never going to get everybody to one specific spot. So because, you know, People are teaching classes and they're in meetings. And so we thought it would be a really fun thing was to do a giant conga line through the different college campuses. And involving the leadership of those colleges was really important because when you see your leader behind something, it I think it encourages you to also get behind it. Absolutely. And so we took out our karaoke machine and we decked everybody out in the conga line in the colors, so in green and blue. And I mean, you had wigs, you had noisemakers. Oh, yeah, wigs, noisemakers, tutus. You would go through each of the different buildings, grab people from their desk and say, join us. And people were saying yes. Like, it was huge yes, lines we you had. we had <laughs> huge lines going through. And like earlier we were just talking about, it just brought a sense of joy to everyone. And I think to see... You know the leaders of the of these two colleges, and then the overall leader, the chancellor, out there joining in these conga lines. I think really inspired people. So why do you think that people joined you in these crazy shenanigans that you were you were doing? Because it brought joy to them. Mm. And through that joy, they what had fun. Had fun. <laughs> Dare and, people having fun at work, yeah, right? Right. And then they, they remember it. So mm-hmm. they probably still, I mean, it was only a couple of years ago. So I'd like to think some people still remember that that crazy rainy day when the conga line came through and pulled them from their desk. Absolutely. But it was a fun, it was a fun afternoon. So for someone who's listening right now and they're thinking, I, 
that would be too crazy for me to do. Even starting lunches or decorating the office, what would you say to them? I would say start, do something small, start small. Um, you know, you don't have a thing of candy on your desk, put a thing of candy on your desk. Everyone will come find you at three <laughs> o'clock in the afternoon. But truly just start small, start with the team that you are a part of. You don't have to be the person in charge of the team. You can just be the, you can be a person on the team and just start something small, start something fun. Try to do one lunch a month with everyone. Like I, like we said earlier, you spend more time with these people than you do with pretty much anybody else in your life. So mm-hmm. yeah, have some fun. Yeah. In my last job, we had a culture club. So it was anyone who was interested in hosting or creating fun activities. They got to meet once a month. They had a lunch and then they would roll out different ideas and that group would just grow and grow and grow. More people would want to be part of it. And then they knew that they were the ones who would definitely be in charge of the different fun shenanigans that were happening, right? So that's a simple way too. Great. All right. Before we end today's episode, we have one final segment we call Three Wishes. So I'm going to pretend to be a genie right now and you are going to get three wishes. What would your first wish be? And it could be anything. It could be personal. It could be about places you've worked, friends, family. What would one of your wishes be? My first wish would be the ability to teleport Mm. because then I could avoid that five north and south freeway. Mm. I think that would be a great one. All right. Your second wish. My second wish would be to find cures for Crohn's and colitis. Mm. So I have to find a new job. I always say I have the best job in terms of I get to put myself out of work. Yeah. Right. I think every nonprofit's ultimate goal is that. Right. That means our mission is complete and you've, especially in your world, saved lives and ended a lot of discomfort for so many people. All right. Your third wish. All right. My third wish would be that my little dog, Buddy, Hmm. could talk. Oh, that would be amazing. Because I really want to know what he think is thinking all the time. I love that. That's a great answer. All right. That concludes today's podcast. Brianna Bear, thank you so much for being here with us today. Thank you for having me. I'm sure there are lots of people who've heard wonderful things you've said that will truly inspire them to be able to create a playful work culture. And thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being here. All right. That concludes today's podcast. We really appreciate everyone for tuning in. As always, thanks for listening, and we hope we inspired you to do good for others.